Welcome to another Thrive Study Abroadcast. In today's edition, Rabbi Adi Isaac speaks with Thrive alumna Batya Goldberg about her amazing story of what one person can do during the current war effort to make a substantial difference for IDF soldiers. Here's Rabbi Isaacs. Hey, Batya, very nice to, to see you. Even during these very challenging times, you always bring a smile to my face seeing you. So, Batya, thank you very much for joining. Thank you. Batya, just to give everybody a little bit of a background. So, you know, you were at, studying at Tel Aviv University and you were part of uh, Thrive for the past couple of years. And since you graduated, what, uh, what have you been up to? So I graduated in June of this year from Tel Aviv University. As you said, I was uh, going to thrive the last two years uh, participating in their activities and their trips. It was really amazing. And actually, Thrive was a big part of what I decided to do after graduating, which was I decided to start with a lone soldier program called Green Sabar. And I decided to draft through them into the IDF. So ever since I graduated, I've been working with them, living on a kibbutz, together with a group of about 20 people, all of us getting ready to draft into the army right now. Of course, in terms of the conflict, we don't really know what's going to happen. But as of right now, we're set to draft in January. So I've been working on that ever since then. Your program is still running normally right now? So there were 20 of us in our green, it's called. It's a group of people. We're living in the same house on a kibbutz. There are seven of us left right now. So the program is not running normally. We're only doing ulpan at the moment and having workouts every other day. So no, to answer your question. Everything's been changing, but you know, based yes. on what has been changing, one of the amazing things is hearing what you've been up to. So why don't you tell you a little bit, like right after the war broke out, what have you been really focusing on and doing? So I think the first day when the war broke out, I think everyone was in complete shock about what had happened. It was incredibly troubling to see everything that was going on, especially in the South, the amount of life that was taken. And after sitting around and just being on my phone all day, the day after the second day of the war, I realized that I had to do something. Otherwise, I was going to go insane. Me and my best friend, Jordan, who actually also graduated Tel Aviv University with me and also has been participating with Thrive the last few years, her and I kind of teamed up to start asking our friends, our family, anyone we know really to donate money. And we had a really overwhelming response. We received over $66,000. I was expecting we'd receive maybe a few hundred bucks. And so the first week of the war, we took that money and we kind of did a couple of things with it. First of all, we would receive donation requests. Let me just pause you for one second you guys don't have like a major network and you just put out a message and received sixty six thousand dollars <laughs> it sounds insane who did you send this to that you started getting this so jordan and i we both put out an ad on social media kind of saying that we're both soon to be lone soldiers we're just going crazy out of our minds because we're not in the army yet we're soon to be in the army and we really want to help but we don't know how and we received an absolutely overwhelming response from our friends. Friends of ours in Columbia University would go around with signs with our Venmo in New York, just asking people to send donations. Families reposted us on Facebook. All our friends reposted us on Instagram. I would have random strangers reaching out to me with requests of exactly what they want us buying for soldiers, with what they want us to write on notes. Hundreds of people I've never talked to before and didn't know existed. So I think these donations especially go to show just how much our community came together during this just horrible, horrible time. And the fact that they were willing to trust me and Jordan, again, strangers, just because their friends had asked them or our families had asked them was just incredible to see. So two questions I just have. What did you decide to buy? And how did you decide to buy that for the soldiers? 
So there has been this week an enormous lack of equipment, and I'm talking about tactical equipment in Israel, vests, helmets, uh, teams that some people have received uh, vests and helmets, whereas their friends and themselves have been told by the IDF there's just not enough. Meaning people about to go into Gaza don't have vests? It's very hard to imagine, but there has not been enough. I think that's a large reason why we haven't gotten into Gaza yet, because there's just not enough equipment. So I think that's why, my personal opinion is that's why we're waiting, because this caught the IDF completely by surprise, and they've just been so overwhelmed, and there has not been nearly enough tactical equipment. So equipment and also food you've been getting? Food, equipment. So I've been working with my family who has gotten all the issuers, all the um, paperwork and everything to get stuff across from the United States. A lot of the money that was donated to us, we used towards that. Then a lot of the stuff that we bought were literally, again, strangers, soldiers that I've never met. Some of them friends of ours, but some soldiers, just friends of friends, friends of family, reaching out to me saying, hey, like we're stuck here in the north. We're stuck here in the desert in the south. We don't have deodorant. We don't have underwear. We don't have toothbrushes. We don't have toothpaste. We don't have anything. And so we'd get specific lists of requests from soldiers pack them up into packages, find drivers, which was also miraculous, just posting on my Instagram, hey, I need a driver from here to here. 10 minutes later, someone would reach out to me, I would have a driver to come to Mikey Boots, pick up whatever we just bought and ship it off. Additionally, we were buying tents for people. A lot of soldiers in the north were just literally sleeping on the grass because the IDF didn't supply them tents yet. Again, they were so overwhelmed. Tents, sleeping bags, blankets, pillows, really all kinds of things that the money has went towards. And I am just so grateful for the opportunity that I was given to do all of this because it's been incredibly fulfilling. But yeah, it sounds like, man, like literally, you know, you're, you're, you're a hero for Israel and for the Jewish people, what you did. <laughs> and I know, I, know, I, I know you're laughing that off because, you know, you just think that you're a simple person sitting in a kibbutz. But, you know, is there a message that just you could share with everybody else just based on your experience right now? Again, like, like I said, you, are, you literally are a hero. And you think you're a simple person. So what's a message you could share with everybody else? The message is, is that <laughs> I am a simple person. And at the end of the day, we're all simple people. And we're all a part of something much bigger. Who's really the hero is our nation as a whole. And as a whole, we're all made up of individual simple people. Our job is to just really try to come together right now and see what our friends need. Even if it's emotional support, a shoulder to cry on some money to send some food or some underwear to a soldier. We need to figure out what each one of us plays in terms of this bigger picture and do the best that we can. So I really encourage everyone to take this time and try to do something meaningful with this time and create some light out of all the darkness. Thank you so much, Baya. We're really proud of you and Israel's really proud of you. And uh, we're lucky Thank you, to Rabbi have- Isaacs. We're lucky to have you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed, please share with others. To learn more about Israel's premier semester abroad experience for North American college students, visit thrivestudyabroad.org. Thank you.